0: And this week's going to be a little bit different because normally it would just be me and you'd be stuck with my voice all week long, just plowing through readings and reflections and rereadings and then questions and then a prayer, blah, blah, blah. This week, actually, we have a little bit of a change up because uh, Rihanna and I are collaborating on these. When we first went, when she first heard we are going into Galatians, she said, ooh, I would love to write the week where we're dealing with Rahab in Galatians 4.
1: Not Rahab. Oh darn, I did it again. He doesn't mean Rahab, he means Hagar. Hagar,
0: I did mean that. That's one of the reasons we need Rihanna here, because she's going to keep me straight. Uh, good luck with that, though. So anyway, so she's got the reflections. And, and and so she's going to be reading that this week. You're going to be hearing her voice and they're her words, um, which is not my way of saying, yeah, blame her. You know, I'm just saying you get a treat and you get to hear Rihanna and her words this week. So there we go. So today's reading is found in Galatians chapter 4 verses 21 through 31 from the New International Version, which reads, Tell me, you who want to be under the law, are you not aware of what the law says? For it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by the slave woman and the other by the free woman. His son by the slave woman was born according to the flesh, but his son by the free woman was born as a result of a divine promise. These things are being taken figuratively. The women represent two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children who are to be slaves. This is Hagar. Now, Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present city of Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. But the Jerusalem that is above is free and she is our mother. For it is written, be glad, barren woman, You who never bore a child, shout for joy and cry aloud, you who never were in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband. Now you, brothers and sisters, like Isaac, are children of promise. At that time, the son born according to the flesh persecuted the son born by the power of the Spirit. It is the same now. But what does Scripture say? Get rid of the slave woman and her son, for the slave woman's son will never share the inheritance with a free woman's son. Therefore, brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. This is God's Word. Alright, so there's your first read through the second half of this fourth page of Paul's letter to the Galatians, which is actually a throwback to the book of Genesis. So rather than rereading this again in Mike's amplified version today, uh, which of course will be brilliant and inspiring, we'll actually get to that piece by piece through the rest of this week. So perhaps now the best thing to do is to read the actual story of Sarai and Hagar in Genesis chapter 16 so that we're ready for where Paul seeks to take us through that story that for him is more than just another old story from the Torah. Instead, It's a story charged with meaning. Hear it, and then see what layers of meaning in it first strike you.
1: Sarai, Abram's wife, hadn't yet produced a child. She had an Egyptian handmaid named Hagar. Sarai said to Abram, God has not seen fit to let me have a child. Sleep with my handmaid. Maybe I can get a family from her. Abram agreed to do what Sarai said. So Sarai, Abram's wife, took her Egyptian handmaid, Hagar, and gave her to her husband, Abram, as a wife. Abram had been living 10 years in Canaan when this took place. He slept with Hagar, and she got pregnant. When Hagar learned she was pregnant, she looked down on her mistress. Sarai told Abram, it's your fault that I'm suffering this abuse. I put my handmaid in bed with you, and the minute she knows she's pregnant, she treats me like I'm nothing. May God decide which of us is right. You decide, said Abram. Your handmaid is your business. Sarai was abusive to Hagar, and Hagar ran away. An angel of God found her beside a spring in the desert. It was a spring on the road to Shur. He said, Hagar, handmaid of Sarai, what are you doing here? She said, I'm running away from Sarai, my mistress. The angel of God said, Go back to your mistress, put up with her abuse. He continued, I'm going to give you a big family, children past counting. From this pregnancy, you'll get a son. Name him Ishmael, for God heard you, God answered you. He'll be a buckling bronco of a man, a real fighter, fighting and being fought. Always stirring up trouble, always at odds with his family. She answered God by name praying to the God who spoke to her. You're the God who sees me. Yes, he saw me and then I saw him. That's how the desert spring got named God Alive Sees Me Spring. That spring is still there between Kadesh and Bered. Hagar gave Abram a son. Abram named him Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar gave him his son Ishmael. This is God's word. Now pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer.
0: What do you hear and see in this text? What key words and themes are emerging? What questions are being stirred in you? What question would you ask Paul if you could? What initial takeaway is forming in your mind? And how might God be nudging you through your initial encounter with this text? both in Galatians and in Genesis.
1: Soften me, gentle me, focus me, ground me, to receive, to feel, to see, to wrestle with whatever comes as a gift through this text and the grace to praise you in and through it, through your spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen.